Today on the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. The thing you need to remember is you have to look and you have to see if other people are negative as well, or if it's just you or who's negative and how would different people handle the same situation. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we are talking about one simple rule that every attorney must understand in order to succeed in a law firm. And if you choose to ignore this rule, it's going to be at your own peril. So Mm. why don't we get right into it and cut to the meat of this podcast today, which is this idea that some attorneys succeed in large prestigious law firms and others fail. And that oftentimes is separate from their education or their background and really has a lot to do with their mindset. So tell me a little bit in your own words, why do some attorneys succeed in large law firms while others fail? One of the main things is that a lot of people seem to have a negative view towards employers, and a lot of attorneys do, and it's certainly not the norm, but a lot of them do. And because they have view towards their employers, they end up having a lot of problems in their career because people can certainly pick it up. And then if you have a negative view towards your employer, the people that are giving you work will pick it up, clients will pick it up, and it's something that it ends up really doing people a lot of harm if they do that. And in contrast, the opposite of that, people that have good views of their employers are people that do well. The whole idea of pushing people out and so forth of law firms is the people that are pushed out are typically the people that have negative views towards their firms. And the people that are allowed to stay there are people that have good views. When it comes to this idea that you should not bite the hand that feeds you, that seems like a pretty obvious thing. And from my perspective, I'm understanding this to be not that you're necessarily going to act overtly negative towards your employer, but more that carrying around a negative mindset is going to result in, as you say, clients or superiors picking up on it, not wanting to give you work. You might end up having hostility towards other people in your office or, you know, other situations might occur that you could probably avoid or more successfully navigate if you maintain a positive mindset. Do you tend to agree with that? Yeah. If you're negative about your job, then you're just going to have a lot of problems. It's going to come across in the amount of enthusiasm you put into projects. It's going to come across in terms of how you interact with people. It's going to come across in terms of the type of people you associate with at work. It's going to come across in how enthusiastically you represent different clients and the kind of service they get. So it's just something that it comes out in, in multiple different ways. And the more it comes out and the more it's seen, the more it's going to hurt you. And in contrast, the people that have the best attitude tend to do the, the absolute best and all that's in it and it catches up with them and it's seen. So you really need to work hard to try to make sure that you're seen as a positive force within your firm and not a negative one. Now, do you think it tends to be the individual attorney who is most responsible for this? Or do you find that there are some law firms that through no fault of anyone there, or maybe because of a particular toxic partner, do you find that sometimes attorneys might have ill will towards their employer in one firm, but if they were to make a lateral move to another firm, they might find themselves in a more hospitable situation. So it's easier for them to feel good about their employer. Do you want to speak a little bit about that? Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that too. And I think that there's definitely a lot of truth to that. But one thing I'll say that I think is really important to keep in mind is most of the, when you talk about large American firms, you're talking about firms that have some cases have been around for decades and, and they're going to be around in many cases long after the attorney is gone or even dead that work that's working there and complaining about it. Now, I see people complaining about firms all the time and having negative attitudes, but in most cases, A lot of times those same people have be negative at the next firm too. And there are places, by the way, that are toxic and bad. And in other cases, certain law firms are just a bad fit for people 
from the perspective of the culture and, and the people that are there. But for the most part, every firm has, you can get along there if you conduct yourself correctly. One of the things that when I'm hiring people that I look for is it's funny because we just hired like someone to be a house counsel here. And I think I interviewed a lot of people, like at least 10 or 12 people. I don't remember what the number was, but maybe even more than that. It could have been as many as 20 that we interviewed. And I interviewed that 10 or 12 of those. But the people that we ultimately looked at and hired were the people that had the longest stability at their last employers. Because anywhere someone goes to work, there's going to be problems. And so if people can have the ability to get along through the ups and downs of an employer, then they're typically going to do well anywhere. Whereas there's certain people that just move all the time. And in most cases, when people are moving, it's because they may not be doing a good job or they may blame their environment for the problems. But in, in some cases, the environment is the problem. In other cases, the environment may limit them. And there's all sorts of problems with different environments. But for the most part, if you can get along in different environments, it means you're someone that does a good job and doesn't make problems. It was interesting too. I, I just think of another example, like I have some people that work for me in my house and you probably met some of them like well you've met actually you'd probably know the example i'm talking about but i have one guy edgar that's worked for me for probably 12 13 years and then another person that doesn't work here anymore but was always looking for reasons to be unhappy with the work whether she was criticized for something and not getting something done and talked to and two people were essentially doing a very similar job and one person that chose to involve themselves in all sorts of drama and be unhappy and the other person didn't and so you can do that kind of in any situation. And the people that come into situations and make themselves unhappy typically are avoided by future employers and the future employer knows what they're doing. Absolutely. And that's an interesting point about the drama is like two people can find themselves in the same type of situation. And some people look for drama, some people just invite it. But if you're the type of person who is surrounded by drama and you don't want to be, you just need to find a way to remove yourself from that situation. And yeah. Depending on the firm, that might mean removing yourself from the firm entirely if you're just constantly surrounded by drama and that doesn't feed you, that drains you, and yeah. go find a firm that's going to be less dramatic. And that might mean moving into a smaller firm or into a smaller market where things are not as stressful. But at the same time, that might mean finding a more prestigious firm that's better managed. So it really depends on you as an individual what uh -huh. works best for you. Do you want to take back control of your legal career? We have a solution for you. Harrison Barnes, the number one legal recruiter with over 20 years of experience, hosts weekly webinars followed by live Q&A sessions every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. These webinars are packed with helpful information that you can use to advance your legal career. Best of all, after each webinar, Harrison stays for as long as needed in order to answer every question. Webinars take place on Zoom, and you can join the next webinar by using the Zoom ID. The Zoom ID for this webinar is 868-9816-5944. Again, that Zoom ID is 868-9816-5944. You can also find more information by going to coaching.oar.com. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. And I think depending on the size of the environment you're working for, at the prestige level and all that sort of stuff, that's all can be managed. And frankly, some of the most prestigious environments can be the most difficult to work in for many people because there's people, there's politics and all sorts of stuff going on that really you wouldn't find in other environments just because you're dealing with very competitive people. You that's know? right. It's not just the work that's demanding, but it's the environment and it can be very cutthroat when everyone is vying for the same promotions and you have a lot of competition.
Yeah. I remember when I was just thinking about when I was in college and I would go to these seminar classes where you would discuss all this stuff and most people didn't know how to argue. And I would always like shut down people and stuff and then get the best grades. And so it was almost like I was intimidating people, not consciously, but when I thought about it later on, which probably was good by shutting people down in arguments and then they lose confidence and stuff. That same kind of thing happens in just imagine whatever an 18 year old's doing. You know, multiplied by a hundred inside of a law firm in terms of how people can disarm different people there and stuff to get what they want. Politics and stuff are definitely an issue. It's just the problem is you have to learn how to cope and play with all that stuff. And if you can't, it's a problem. Absolutely. Now, if you find yourself in a situation where there's something going on that you don't agree with, rather than becoming upset about it or harboring these hostilities, What can you do to try to improve or change the situation? Harboring hostilities inside of law firms with- Yeah, let's say you're not being given enough work or you're given busy work, being reviewed harshly. What can you do to address the issue directly rather than just having a chip on your- I think that you're an example of someone with a good attitude. You just keep pushing forward and you can't let circumstances and things, anything that happens, you just need to learn from and not get psyched out because the world is constantly playing games with everyone and trying to psych them out. I would think like in a law firm, like if someone criticizes a quality of your work, then you just immediately produce much better work and if you do everything you can. And my first job, I worked for a judge and he would just be extremely upset if there was ever a typo in something that I gave him. And in order to fix that, I became paranoid about typos. And then I got into a a really good firm and suddenly I was considered to have really good quality work because there were no typos, at least from in that aspect of the work. You just need to learn from all this stuff. And if people are playing political games with you, often the best way to win political games is not to play them. When I was in college, I was in this men's group and or fraternity, I guess you'd call it. And, and there were like 60 people in it. And when it came time for them to elect a president, someone was like, he's the only one that didn't get in fights with everyone at that point, just because a lot of it had to do with the fact that I've been socializing with many people, <laughs> but it also because I wasn't on the political side of the equation. So sometimes not trying to be on the political side of something is a big deal, especially in law firms. And I've seen like a lot of cases where, you know, uh, like an associate sides with one associate or something or about an issue or something along those lines. And then that the associate they side or a partner, the partner they side with months later is on the way out and stuff. So sometimes just not getting involved in the politics is the best thing you could do. And then if people have criticisms or insights in terms of how you can improve, then you follow those rules. But that's really it. Absolutely. And it's true that Being a well-liked person, being likable, is bound to get you further in life than just being talented or being skilled, especially if you have talent or skill, but you don't have the best personality, you're hard to get along with, that sort of thing. Do you have any examples of a time you might have seen somebody who, if they were not well-liked, would have gotten in trouble or had a serious situation to deal with, but because they were liked, they were able to get by? Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not gonna find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So 
What are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. Oh, yeah. There's different standards of behavior for people, depending on whether or not they're liked. And you only need to look at what goes on in politics to understand how that works. But yeah, I've seen people get drunk and do crazy things or just all sorts of things. People making catastrophic errors with cases and things that normally people would get fired for if they weren't liked, but because they were liked and on the right side of stuff, they were perfectly fine. Right. Now, another thing about this is how law firms are always looking for those positive attorneys. They want to staff up with as many positive, bright young people as they can. So if somebody does end up having or developing a negative mentality towards their employer, do they end up getting let go or does the law firm just make it more difficult for them? Like what ends up happening if you for whatever reason, adopt this negative mentality towards your employer. And if you develop a negative activity towards your employer, you typically, you won't be happy where you're at. You won't be given work. The work you give, you might not like. You'll get reviews that are not very nice, even when they could be good. You may get fired. You'll be one of the first people to get laid off if there's ever a reason to lay people off. People won't acknowledge you in the hall or, you know, I don't know, all those things that just don't make you feel good. And that in turn affects the quality of your work too. So it becomes a downward spiral at that point. It could affect the quality of work. It shouldn't, but yeah, your work may not be as good with that kind of stuff, of course. And so another thing is that prestigious law firms generally, they're looking for positive attorneys, but they're also looking to avoid certain types of attorneys for different reasons. Why don't we talk about these just really briefly, and then maybe you can relate it to this idea of your attitude towards your employer. So if prestigious law firms try to avoid hiring attorneys who have gone in-house, what does that say about the attorney? What is the typical mentality of an attorney who's gone in-house at some point in their career? Well, a lot of times if an attorney has gone in-house, they're generally people that weren't happy in the law firm for whatever reasons, and they didn't like the hours, or they didn't like the demands or the time pressure and all that sort of thing. So because of that, they ended up going in-house. That's what happens, I think, a lot of times. And if you've gone in-house, I mean, that's something that happens. Law firms typically will avoid people that have gone in-house, and it's not because there's anything necessarily wrong with going in-house. I don't think it's a horrible thing to do, but I think that they just presume that the person may have a bad attitude towards working in a law firm. Same thing with the government. If they leave and go to the government, they'll think that. I don't know. I think I a bunch of examples I can think of. And then if you have don't have a lot of business after you've been in a law firm for a decade or so, then that's a problem. It's a bunch of things. Yeah. On top of that, like some of these signs can be telegraphed through the resume as well. So if you have in-house jobs, if you have government jobs, if you have several different law firm jobs in short succession. But these are all signs that you probably had a negative mentality towards your employer at some point, and that's why you left a firm or decided to go in-house, et cetera. On top of that, what are some other maybe warning signs that as an individual attorney, if I'm starting to know negativity towards the partners at my firm or the firm in general, what should I do? Should I start looking for another job? Should I start looking for ways to make my situation at work better? What would you recommend? The thing you need to remember is you have to look and you have to see if other people are negative as well, or if it's just you or who's negative and how would different people handle the same situation. But if you feel some sort of negativity to your employer, then sometimes you have to ask, would two people look at the situation the same way? And it doesn't really matter. I mean, your reality is your reality. But many times I think people, they'll look at situations months down the line or years down the line and they'll realize that maybe they were part of the problem too. And I've certainly had 
situations like that before where I've looked at people, institutions and things in my past and realized that I was, had been part of the problem before. That's actually a really good point. And I'm glad that you brought that up because I think that's really good advice for everyone is to get an outside opinion or an outside perspective, because it's very hard to remove yourself emotionally from a situation, mm -hmm. especially at work with superiors or coworkers. But some ways that you can do that are by finding a trusted friend or a therapist that you might see. Or even as you were talking, I was reminded of that there's a thread on page on Reddit called Am I the A-hole? And it's people posting anonymously about situations that they've had trying to get an outside perspective on it. So right. that's actually a really powerful tool is to just get another opinion. Ask an impartial third party and do your best to explain the situation impartially. But yeah, try to get that outside perspective because then that might help you realize, oh, there's something inside of me that I need to change rather than I need to change my environment or something like that. Exactly. Great. So just as a legal placement professional, have you noticed any particular trends when it comes to this? Do you find that attorneys, you know, one size of firm versus another have more positive or negative feelings towards their employer or maybe by city, like small towns versus large cities? Have you seen any trends when it comes to this? Towards people from different environments or? Yeah. Do you say that like, it's more common for attorneys in large firms to have negativity towards their employer versus small firms? Or have you noticed any trends like that? Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. I think, yeah, I think if people tend to have more of a negative attitude in larger markets, I think there's a reason for that. Part of it has to do with the fact that they have more options in larger markets. But for the most part, I see it more in larger markets and smaller markets. And that makes sense too, because in a larger environment, you're a small fish in a big pond, you lose your individuality. So you mm -hmm. really do become in some ways just a cog in a machine, and that can be difficult for a lot of people. Exactly. Great. That sort of wraps it up. We don't really have much more points from the article to talk about, but was there anything else that you wanted to share, maybe from your own personal experiences about a time when you found yourself being negative and how you address that? If I feel myself being negative, one of the best things you can do a lot of times is just get some perspective and step away from the environment that you're in. And that helped you quite a bit and just getting some time away and meaning even a few days from the situations that you're finding and really take a look to see if there's anything you've done to contribute to that. So I think that's one of the most powerful things. People are being mean to you about the quality of your work. Maybe you just prove the quality of your work or see what that is. Or if people are mad at you for various reasons, you always try to see what you're doing to contribute it. Because a lot of times if you fix those things, then a lot of other things will come into place. And I've certainly noticed in my professional life and personal life where I've contributed to the problem or where I've been able to see that, then it's actually made me much happier. And two people can go into the same situation and and see something completely different. And so I think it's always important to see what you may have done to contribute to issues. And to the extent you can, it's very helpful. Absolutely. And then it also helps to not take things personally. If somebody is criticizing your work and saying that it's garbage, maybe your work really is garbage and you need to go back and reflect on that rather than right. just saying, oh, he's an asshole, I don't like him, whatever. 
Yeah. They need good work from you because it's not their responsibility to clean up your work or do your work for you. And if you can't do good work, then find a way to do it better or find something else to do. Yeah. And the other thing too, is some people, it, it is important to just remember too, in terms of the work and stuff, they can be, even if your work's not great, sometimes people will be finding faults with their work for reasons that aren't really fair. So if that's the case, True. then you need to, you, yeah, know, you need to know how to differentiate between somebody who's being fairly critical and somebody yeah. who's unfairly critical. Yeah. I think that is really good advice to end on. I think it's absolutely important right. to just not take things personally, understand the difference between personal attack and fair criticism. And yep. just do everything you can to stay positive in your environment. And as a very last resort is when you should consider changing your environment. Exactly. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time today, Harrison. I'm looking forward to the next podcast. Thanks. All right. Bye.